This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Like the guy before me said, this is the Mess It Up Podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy. And I am the Biker Chick. And we are here to hopefully take messes, turn them into messages. We were spending some time today talking about what we wanted to talk about and bounced several ideas uh, off of each other. And uh, couldn't come up with necessarily anything that was outstanding. Most of them died. <laughs> Most of them, yeah, they didn't really bounce. They like they hit the wall, and it was like a wacky, wacky wall walker just blah, 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 yeah, down the wall. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, hopefully we came up with something that's not too bad. Uh, this is the Mess It Up podcast, though, and we are here to just bring some joy. We are also here to bring a word of the week, and this is the part of the show where Christina's going to. She's already shaking her head. She's going she's gonna to slap me on this one because she just cannot believe that I'm about to say this word. And the word this week is Wittershins. <laughs> it means to go counterclockwise. Nobody's going to use these words. Sister, you're looking Brother. at Brother. Yeah. I'm going to be using Wittershins. I love that one. There was one that I was thinking about that I saw. It came across my computer uh, last week and I thought, oh, that's an interesting word, but I don't know if I can remember it. And then I, I, I couldn't remember it. And then I was just looking for some crazy words. I was thinking of using borborigum, which is the word for the noise your stomach makes when it rumbles. That's a borborigum. borborigum. So anyhow, uh, Wittershin, uh, going counterclockwise. Sometimes it feels like my life is going counterclockwise. Uh, the whole world is going Wittershins. Sometimes it feels like this podcast is going somewhere. Cockamamie. <laughs> Caca something. Yeah. So listen, hey, if you want different words, send them to me. Please. I'll use your words. Please. Wow. <laughs> so we can, we can use those words of the week. Send them into uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. Now, if you want to tell my partner how wonderful she is because she's not giving me words, where would they send those emails? Biker chick at messituppodcast.com. And if you want to bother intern Dave in Hawaii, you can uh, send him an email at info at messituppodcast.com. And uh, that'd be great. We can also be reached on our social media outlets. We have a Facebook page. We have Twitter. We have uh, Instagram. And uh, I will be putting some pictures up on Instagram from my uh, hike that I just will have finished when this show airs. So we're recording this ahead of the hike. I'm going hiking in Utah uh, next week. And so I'll put some pictures up on the Instagram page. So uh, check that out. So I can legit tell you to go take a hike. You can legit tell me to go take Word. a hike. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to be in some ponds. So you can tell me to go jump in a pond as well. I don't know if they count as lakes. They're smaller, but they're pools of water for sure. Uh, if you're familiar with hiking with Zion, I'm going to, uh, subway. I'm going to hike the subway in, in Zion. So I'm very excited about it. Um, but you can also uh, help the podcast out by giving us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, give us a rating, hopefully five stars, and that'll help people find us. Give us a little review, write a review, let us know how we're doing. We really appreciate that as well. You can also sponsor us uh, financially through Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you can uh, help the show in a financial way. And you can find that on our website, messituppodcast.com. Click the become a patron button or go to patreon.com slash messituppodcast. And uh, 
all that stuff is there. So we've got the books cleared, the uh, the, the balance has been balanced, and now it's, well, it's showtime. Oh, okay, I'll set up then. Are you ready? I am. Are you ready for showtime? I'm ready. All right. Let's do we this. done going Wiggershins. Huh. Wiggershins? I forgot the word already. Of course you did, because it's a nonsense word. Wittershins. I did remember it in my face. It's a nonsense word. It is a nonsense word. Nonsensical. I love it. So uh, I was talking to Christina about going on this hike and going on an adventure and looking to just uh, have some fun. My daughter sent me an invitation. She said they got an extra pass to go do this hike. Do I want to go? So I said, yes, I want to go. And... It seemed like a fun thing to do, even though it's going to be very challenging for me. I've got bad knees. I'm an old man and all that kind of stuff. I was just like, got to do this. And so I asked Christina, you know, hey, what do you do to, to, to you know, just blow off steam or whatever? And she's like, I have a five-year-old. <laughs> and and it's, not, it's not as easy. And granted, she's not nearly as young as old as I am. I'm much older than she is, so I'm in a different life phase. Uh, where we've done the kids, but I didn't have this gap in kids that uh, that she's got, so it stretches it out for a little bit of a, a longer time. I've been momming for 22 years now. Yeah. And I still have a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So, so that makes it uh, a bit of a different kind of a situation, but sometimes we just need to kind of get away, and it can be a big thing like going hiking, you know, in another state or... Maybe just a little thing. I asked Christina, tell them what you said when I said, well, what would you do if you could? I said I would go to Bible study. Yeah. So, you know, just these little things. It's like that Calgon moment where you just get in the bathtub and close the door and let Calgon take you away. And, and what is it that that we look for when, I mean, what are you looking for when you just need to to get away? Is it a physical thing? Is it a mental thing? A spiritual thing? What, what yes. needs the rest? I think I personally need all the rests. Yeah. Um, I just think to be able to get away, I'd like, I'd love to take a bath or get a massage or any of those things. We don't have a bathtub. I won't use the boys' bathtub. <laughs> just won't. 16 year old feet. Got it. Got all it. I got to yeah. say. Um, so like just to take a nice relaxing bath and not have to worry about dog hair in my house. Like go stay at a hotel for a night and take a bath and watch TV and not have to worry about it. Like I love, I love releasing all of my responsibility into the world right? and just going to be. Well, it's tough too, because you know, this is a show, uh, vaguely based around uh, recovery as uh-huh. well. And in recovery, a lot of times the, the addictions that we had are our attempt to escape, to right. get away, right. to, uh, you know, I think of my son who just, he medicates, just self-medicates to get mm-hmm. away from all the stuff and has to now attempt to yeah, get away attempt, from. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just buries it, you know, absolutely. And he's, he's now, instead of living in a house or an apartment or whatever, he's living in his car by choice. Right. And that's heartbreaking situation uh for us but it i think it boils down to his inability to find a way to deal with those things and to um to process to make i don't know if make i i i don't make sense of my stuff but to just to to be able to 
pick it up and look at it and say, okay, yeah, this is what's going on here. This is, you know, what's happening. I might not be able to fix it, but at least now I can understand it and, and start making some motion that's not just stopped because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure there's a multitude of, of issues and reasons as to why he is in the situation that he is emotionally and yeah. mentally and physically now. Yeah, and, and the longer we let that go, the more it piles up. I mean, that just makes sense. The longer mm-hmm. you leave the ice cream cone underneath the little soft serve thing, the more mm-hmm. the ice cream piles up and eventually it, it falls over. And it seems obvious, but sometimes those obvious things are the mistakes that we make. I mean, it it, it always amazes me if you go to a, a, a buffet or a, like a... Um, a potluck or something like that and, and people are you can make your own burrito watching people make their own burrito because like oh here's what I want in my burrito and the, the math that seems to get left out in a lot of burritos that are made by amateurs is closing it and mm-hmm. then making it fit inside of your you know mouth orifice <laughs> without going all over yourself right and um, we don't take those things into account and yesterday I went to uh, lunch, and <laughs> we have got to make a video podcast. <laughs> we just have to do it. You guys need to see what goes on while we're while we're doing this thing. Shenanigans, shenanigans for sure. We went to a, a barbecue place yesterday in beautiful Tehachapi. I'm going to throw a little shout out to them. It's the uh, Red House Barbecue, I think, something like that. Look up barbecue Tehachapi House. It was Fire. fantastic. Uh, but I got this uh, this sandwich. It was called the midget sandwich. I was like, tell me what's the midget sandwich. And they made what I wanted. Because I was looking, I was like, oh, I want that and I want that. And it, it had a hot link. It had pastrami. It had pulled pork. It had brisket. It had tri-tip. It had onions. And then that wasn't it. There was a pickle and a pepperoncini. And then I said, you know what? Can you put coleslaw on it? And they're like, yes. And I was like, okay, let's do that. And I wound up with uh, a mess on my hands. No doubt. There was food on my stomach. There was food on my pants. Yep. It was a big mess. And I don't know why I'm telling this story now. I got so into the story and I was thinking about the food and I thought, so there you go. Point made. <laughs> Do you have any idea what I was talking about, Christina? Or are you just enjoying the food too? <laughs> no. I think you were going, when we are left to make it, when uh-huh. amateurs oh, are doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We overdo it and we, we don't, we don't know what's going on. We make, we make mistakes right. uh, in, in life. Um, and so I, I wanted that and I know, I mean, I know the burrito rule. Don't overstuff it. And I looked at that and I was like, and I asked, I, my grandson Gabriel said, you think I could fit this in my mouth? He's like, no. And I said, let me try. And it did fit in my lap, which is the cool thing. I'm still not sure where you're going with all I of this. I have no idea either. <laughs> but wherever it is, we went there and uh, get some food. And uh, if you're listening there in Tehachapi, um, you know, send me gift cards for that barbecue place because it was lovely. <laughs> is it song of the week time? Oh, man. Wow. It's really getting bad when Christina has to ask me, hey, can we please <laughs> just do the song of the week, pal? Can we do that? It would be awesome. So here's a song. Uh, I just have no idea what we talked about for 10 minutes. We're just wasting people's time. Um, You're welcome. The song of the week this week is uh, a vaguely new song by the band Casting Crowns, which to me, I have a a similar 
uh, response that you had to last week's song where it's just like, oh, that's cute. Um, and this song, I, I really like it. And I'm not really wild necessarily about this band, uh, but this is a song called Nobody by Casting Crowns. And I want you to give it a listen. We'll be back on the other side of the break to break it down and talk about more food. Stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, Who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a nobody. We're trying to tell everybody. All about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. So let me go down, down, down in history. As another blood-bought, faithful member of the family And if they all forget my name, well, that's fine with me I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus So that was kind of a surprise song because... Uh, uh, what was your reaction when I played that song, Christine? What did you say? I love that song. Yeah, I was like, I was not expecting that. I thought that, you know, I might, I might get the, uh, the sass attack. No, not with this song. Yeah. I, and I, and I, it I all. I wonder if Bigfoot. Go ahead. You haven't talked enough. The sass, <laughs> that's what they call them, Sasquatch. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Often I ask myself why. Seventy what? Seventy-seven, seventy-eight into the show. We're on. That. I, I, 70. Yeah. I, I still have a lot of whys. Yeah. Why do I show up every week to do this? So much fun. Oh, boy. Yeah. So the song, I absolutely love. I've just started hearing it on the radio a lot. And it just, it is my jam. Mm-hmm. And as we were listening to it, I blurted out exactly why I think it's my jam. I can't say what I said, but I will clean it up. It, they're, they're just a bunch of messed up people. Just like we are. And so that's why I like it so much. You know, Moses had stage, stage fright. David brought a rock to a sword fight. I love that line. Yeah. You pick 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen. And I feel like that's what God did with me. Yeah. God picked a nobody. I'm supposed God to go last. Picked, yeah. Somebody who other people don't look at and say, oh, wow. I, you know, last it at dodgeball last, mm-hmm. you know picked in everything. I was always a little nerdy girl, believe it or not. Um, and like just a nobody. And that's how I always felt, but I'm not a nobody to God. I am a somebody. I'm a very valuable somebody, somebody that he hand chosen. He has hand chosen somebody he loves very much. Yes. Whatever. However you say it. Um, and it's just a cool jam. I just love it. Yeah. And that, it's one of those songs that's a little hard for me to pick a particular lyric, um, but at the end of that one verse, it says, so when you hear that devil start talking to me saying, who do you think you are? 
I heard that. Mm-hmm. And, I heard that this morning. And and he he goes on to say, I I say I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who saved my soul, and that's that's the purpose. That's the thing we're out here for is to spread that joy, spread that love, to share the good news. You know, the of, Great Commission. And, and make disciples. You know, we were talking in the break and we, we came out of that, you know, we came into the break saying, what just happened? What was going on? Oh, we did. And, and Christina reminded me that somebody needed to hear that. That's right. Whatever it was, whatever it was and whoever somebody, you are, I love you. And you're and, welcome. And Paul just wants to know who you are because I would love to, know who you are. I would love to buy you a <laughs> because it's, um, I mean, it's why we do it. And, and like I said, being quiet is the greatest, one of the greatest tricks that can get pulled on us is to just not share what we have to share and what's gone on in our life because somebody's just waiting to hear it. And so if we don't share that story in Bible study, if we don't share with our accountability partners, hey, this is what's going on, if we don't write it and, and, and I mean, I, I double dog dare you to put some positive stuff out or just some stuff that you're struggling with on Facebook, just to let people hear, Hey, I'm struggling. And, and here it is. I mean, not, you know, don't, don't clickbait people just so they'll all tell you how wonderful you are. I mean, unless you just really need to hear that, but I mean, sharing your story, like here's where I was and God put me here and, or man, here it is. I'm waiting for God. You know, I've been at a bus stop before and I know the bus will come. It's just not there right now and it's getting scary and the muggers are coming, but please send the bus. Yep. It helps people know that they're not alone. I mean, honestly, we see a lot of, you know, as moms, you see a lot of, you know, more vulnerable posts these days, I think, showing about the difficulties of motherhood of... Uh, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, uh, baby wearing, not baby wearing, you know, there's, there's so many struggles on both sides of the fences. And those are things that could be very divisive Mm -hmm. and could rip us apart. But I see more and more parents sharing their struggles, more and more moms saying, Hey, this is where I struggled. This is what my story was. And it's like, man, I was beating myself up because I felt that same way. Yeah. You know, I felt like I didn't try hard enough or I didn't do good enough or whatever it was. And as more people let down their walls and become vulnerable and say, Hey, life isn't perfect. This is what happens every day. It doesn't mean you have to focus on the struggle. You don't have to focus on, you know, Oh my gosh, life is just so hard all the time. Like there is, there is a a light at the end of the tunnel. There is another side to that. There is victory. Sometimes it is. I'm just going to say, sometimes you feel like you go whack and you are run over. But guess what? Typically someone is there to help you up. I remember being in a group, my first time hearing somebody else say something that I thought I was sure I was the only person who had ever gone through this. And they said something and the person who was leading the group gave it a, a, a name. It, it was like a thing, like a, a mm-hmm. title. And I was like, oh my gosh, enough people have done this or thought this or felt this or been this, that they've got a word for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. That gave me such relief mm-hmm. and freedom to know that now I'm not the only guy carrying this rock. There's hundreds 
thousands, millions, whatever of people carrying this and sharing this load. And it's just all of a sudden, you know, it got easier. And, and when I let Jesus carry that load for me, and I just mm-hmm. know that he's got it, he's seen it all, no matter what it is, he's seen it and he's probably felt it. That that's really releasing. Well, and I think that's why I am as transparent as I am on this podcast. I'm a lot more transparent with a microphone in front of my mouth than I am probably 90% of the other situations that I, I encounter. Um, just because I, my big thing that I want to communicate is, you know what? There's some times where I'm not like, okay, Jesus has this. Everything's going to be good. Life Listen is peachy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, there's just sometimes where I just don't feel that way in my heart. Thankfully, I have a whole other half of my brain that logically tells me that feelings are not dictators of, they are indicators, but they, they do not decide things. Um, that truth is, you know, God is there. God is faithful. God is always going to be there for me. But I don't feel that way sometimes. So when I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what, this just sucks. Right. I'm going to communicate that I just feel like this sucks. Yeah. And I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it or, you know, put the light around it that, oh, it's okay. Like, it's going to be okay. I feel that. Like, I'm not going to BS and say that there's just, I'm not going to give insincere words. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one thing that's very important to me as I go through this journey on the podcast is to say, hey, you know, I, I love Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I, I stand for Jesus. But I don't always feel that in every moment of my life. Well, and I know that there's an escape somewhere, but sometimes I can't see it. Sometimes I'm stuck in the maze and I know that, you know, well, whoever made this maze made an innie and an outie and I can't find it. I'm just lost. But, and then that's where it gets tough is the longer I can't see the way out, the more my doubts will start to gain credence and get some traction and start to wear me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, they've never completely overwhelmed and caught up with me. There's always been just a fraction more of the hope and the knowledge that God is there to yank me through. But I, when when I'm down and, it, and I'm almost out of rope, it's never me by myself. And it's never me and God who pull me out of it. It's God has sent someone to pull me out because I've been vulnerable. I've been vocal and saying, Hey, drowning here, need some help. Gotta help me because I have, I, I've lost the ability to figure this out. And, and God's always had those people there in my life to do that. And I'm, I'm forever grateful for those people. And I, I know that I need to continue to do that. And, and shutting up makes it so those people have no idea. There's a sassy comment in there about Paul shutting up. It doesn't I happen swear. much, does it? It's like, does Paul know how to shut up? <laughs> uh, now, I was just thinking, like, it was a couple weeks ago that I was so overwhelmed with frustration and anger and all kinds of just overwhelming emotions. And what did I do with that? You know? I want to throw things and I want to break things and I want to get angry and get crazy. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do with this. I literally went outside and screamed like a banshee Yeah. because I didn't know what to, it had to come out Primal of me. Scream therapy. Yes. Yeah. I, I've never done that before. How'd it feel? It felt great. I walked inside and my kids were like, wow, what is face. wrong with her? Um, 
But then I got to explain to Roman, side note, I got to explain to Roman, I said, I hold a whole bunch of bad feelings in me. I said, and I didn't want them to be directed at you or your brother or anything in here. So I had to go out and release them somehow. So I just had to scream all that anger out. And now mommy feels better. And thankfully you live on property and out in the I live the on desert. five acres. Yeah. Though my neighbors probably think we're nutcases by now. <laughs> but sometimes they're, they're, you know, sometimes God just is there with me. There's no tangibility of a person or a thing or anything. And just, you know, I had never thought of going outside and screaming, but I really felt like God was like, all right, girl, do something positive with this. Like, don't be crazy right now. And the, the intercession of the Holy spirit and, you know, prompting me to do more positive things instead of, you know, cause I really wanted to break stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think God, God intercedes on so many different levels in so many different ways. And they can be tangible through people, through places, through things, through whatever, or they can be not tangible just with the intercession of the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. I, I had a, a, a moment back when I was um, uh, just trying to deal with everything after, you know, post-incarceration and, and not ha- having success in my life the way I wanted to have it. And I went out and kind of Forrest Gumped it. And I just went out and started walking and I didn't tell anybody anything. I just disappeared. And it, it wasn't cool because I didn't, I didn't give anybody any knowledge. I just was trying to run away from whatever it was. And, and in my head, I was just like, I'm just going to go until I can't go anymore. Maybe I'll, I'll find a cave and just become a hermit or something like that. And that was the, the thought process going on in my head. And I, I stepped back and I was like, you fool, you, you kook. What, you know, why would you? do that but because I wasn't reaching out I wasn't sharing I was just bottling 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 it just you know it's hard to pop a balloon without it popping you know you stab it and it, it once it starts to tear open it rips and it it, it explodes and uh, yeah I said explodes <laughs> uh, but it's it's good to to be able to talk to people and not overstuff that burrito brought it in brought it back Brought it back. I am laughing. Oh, are oh, you impressed with that? Because I'm a little bit. Pablo, you're amazing. Well, thank you. It's all God. You are. Uh, somebody asked me the other day, I was saying something, and a uh, guy in the prison said, how do you come up with these words? I said, it's just God speaking through me, man. I, I don't plan any of this stuff out. It just starts, just start the motor moving and see where God goes. <laughs> it's fun. Yes, it is God talking about burritos. And, and Paul. And maybe it's dinner time. Maybe it is. I'm hungry. All right. Well, uh, it is. Uh, it's time for us to wrap this up. Uh, I hope this has been enjoyable for you. This was number seventy-eight, uh, and that means we're closing in on eighty, which means we're closing in on hundred, and that's just super duper excited to me. Uh, so thanks for sticking around and listening. Um, remember to check out the Instagram and, and look for the pictures of um, my hike with my girl, and uh, hopefully that is exciting and energizing to you. Send me some email at uh, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or send some to Christina. Bikercheck at messituppodcast.com. Yeah. And hey, let's pack that inbox for Dave at info at messituppodcast.com. Just send Dave a little aloha and mahalo and uh, he'll get a kick out of that. So uh, we will, uh, I guess we'll talk next time that we mess it up. What do you think? I think so. All right. Take it easy, folks. That's the weirdest clothes ever. I was like, I was gonna take.
Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.